another exciting episode of A Legion on Zoom. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of The Legion on Zoom. This is the Chess from an undisclosed, above-the-radar, hint-hint location. He, he's in Russia. He's in Russia. But he, he just doesn't want you all to know, but he's in fucking Russia. I'm not, and I'm Miguel. Hello, everybody. And I'm Rod. What's up? Yo, you're in the red room. Yo, right now. You, you guys, you're an agent. Are horrible at keeping secrets. <laughs> Yo, bro. So they were your... more specific as it went. He's in Russia <laughs> in the red room. Yo, and so then like they removed your uterus and shit, bro. Damn, man. Fuck. Or is he the one? Is he the one removing uteruses? Or, or to be like uterus Yeah, something. facts. Yeah, because obviously I can't, be part, I can't be part of the program because I'm a male. So so you say. Yeah, but like, it, it is 2021. But moving forward, fans, today we have an MCU extravaganza for you. Bunch of crazy shit. The what if trailer dropped, which first we're going to fucking watch it and then get into it because I'm not even going to tell you the type of shit that's in there. It's fucking bananas. Then we're going to hop into some Loki and then we're going to go into some Black Widow. Clearly, this episode, we got paid by Disney. Yes, we hope so. Shit. And and for all of you out there, like we're going to stop right now. Go watch the fucking trailer. But hopefully you're following us on social media, on Instagram at Legion on Zoom, on Twitter at Legion on Zoom. It's not very hard to, to fucking find. Give nice. us a follow, share the love uh, and watch the trailer with us. And on YouTube, of course. Of course, of course. Exactly. You'll watch the trailer reaction on YouTube. You know, because, yeah, because we post the trailers on our social medias, but YouTube doesn't let us post the trailers, so we don't do that there. But you can watch us watching it and and everything like what you're watching right now. Yeah, hey, if you're exactly. on YouTube right now, you're seeing us. high. Yeah. Thanks. And I, I haven't seen this yet, so I'm stoked. Word. And if you want an in-depth look at the Red Room, also go watch this episode on YouTube. Yes. And, and now for the what if trailer. Gentlemen, are you ready? Activate the Zoom tube. We'll be right Back. Holy fucking shit. That is awesome. There was so much to unpack there. The one thing that passed through my mind was DC is kind of shitting their pants because the mouse is getting into animation. Yo, I was thinking the same thing, right? Because DC, that's definite to be. It's been uh, their strength consistently, right? Like their animated films are great. You may not love all of them the same amount, but they're good, right? They're all great. They're all entertaining. They're well done. And and now uh, a Disney Marvel is getting into the animation and that this looked dope. Like I I wasn't a huge, huge fan of some of the animation at some points, but but overall it looked awesome. I'm I'm excited about it. Yeah. So it drops next month. I'm curious about how many episodes it's going to be and how long the episodes are going to be. I wonder if that info's out there already. Yeah, man, because like there's just so much to unpack in there that you can't just help but think about how much of it like is there going to be, you know, like especially like fleshed out, if at all. Because all right, from some of the stuff I read before we watched the trailer, it was Peggy Carter as Captain Britain. Or as Captain United Kingdom, I don't know how it would go. Captain. No, she's she's gonna be isn't Captain she gonna Carter be Captain America. No, or right? No, no like- she was clearly sporting a full body British flag. Yeah, yeah that was not Captain America. <laughs> she fights for the Queen. Yeah, facts. <laughs> I think it's Captain Carter. But like, damn, that's epic. That's epic. Then yeah. we. No, go ahead. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. Now I was gonna say we also get a peek at the Watcher because we haven't seen the a proper. Uatu so far in the MCU. We did get a post-credits, right? In Guardians, I think. It, it was a post-credits or a cameo with Stan Lee. Yeah. That, that yeah is it with Watchers? Yeah, yeah it, was it was with Watchers. Watchers yeah. Like three or yeah. four of them. Yeah. So they're out there. They exist. Yeah. And so but they haven't gotten there. I guess with the Fantastic Four coming up, that's where they'll save all that lore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, just to, just to answer, because you, you, you were asking, so it, the first season is going to be 10 episodes. And apparently a second season is going to be also, you know, it's a Raven green lit or something. And it, it has going to be 10 episodes. I don't know how long, but 10 episodes. That's not bad. Because even just thinking everything we saw, I'm sure everything is a unique like we Captain Carter, right? The the Black Panther, Guardian of the Galaxy one, the Doctor Strange one. And the, the, the list goes on. 
Yeah, they can't fuck with DC though. Come on, DC has mad movies and shows, and they're all fucking awesome. Well, not all of them, but most of them. Yeah, Marvel has been out of the game. Statement. Like I, I don't even know what Marvel has out currently. Like, I only had their Avengers cartoon. Yeah, right. and their and their cartoons have gotten. I think at least either I got older or they really. I did get older, obviously, but like I still appreciate the shit. But like, or, or they also got more like I don't know, like in like childish, you know, like I don't know, because I used to love their cartoons. Like that first Avengers animated one was really good, and then the next ones were like, eh, they're okay. The same thing with the Spider Man ones. Yeah, I, I saw a little bit of the like I think is the latest Spider Man one, and it's pretty cool because it's oh. like a science tutorial like they, they squeeze that in so it's like a bill nye show but with oh, spider-man what? i thought that was really cool i'm like okay you're making it different than everything else and you know kind of educational and shit you know yes. so kids could learn and all that <laughs> dude I, i'm just trying to process all this shit that was in there so we got also t'challa with the marauders uh ravagers oh yeah with you Wait, who are the Marauders? They're an X Men group. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So we got T'Challa with the with the Ravagers. Uh, apparently, I saw some zombies in yes. there too. Then I also saw, and I think that was Chris Hemsworth. Uh, Chris Hemsworth that was also voicing Thor. That sounded like him, but I'm not too sure if that was him. That was just such a busy fucking trailer. Yeah, That's- even even with that, this is gonna be, I think, the last thing that that Chadwick Bo- uh, Boseman, you know, rest in power, did uh, uh, as fucking, you know, Black Panther, the king. So oh, it's gonna be, Lord. it's gonna be good to see him, hear him one last time. Oh, they like just pulling at the heartstrings. Damn you, uh, Disney! Damn you! <laughs> Damn you! Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, um, and we saw that whole thing with Killmonger saving Iron yeah! Man. So like, what is that universe? Yeah, that I. As soon as I saw that, but then it would be like, how did Killmonger get there in the first place? You know what I mean? But you can't help but wonder how that would go in the. Wow, dude, like it's too crazy. And. I just wonder also, how long are these episodes going to be? Or did you say that earlier? And I wasn't listening because you said it was 10 episodes, right? (laughs) Yeah, but we don't know. We don't know that yet. Uh, Yeah, if it's an hour, it'd be cool. Yeah, at at least 30. Right. Exactly. You imagine if it's like like 45 minutes to an hour episode, yo. <laughs> God, that damn. is crazy. Yeah. Oh, so, so, so like, as you guys were talking, I found like a little list of Easter eggs. So it's like, we also got like Thor versus Ultrons and Madripoor. Like just a whole what? bunch. Yeah, dude, like it was nuts, man. Oh, but right. Our- one of the Ultron one is supposed to be that he, what happened if he does capture Vision's body? And so it's like, Ultron in Vision's body, which which is the goal of Age of Ultron. Like, damn, I'm looking forward to that. And then all the way from the after credits video from I forgot which Thor movie, Howard the Duck. We got some <laughs> Howard the Duck going on. That's from the Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah James Gunn mm-hmm. included him. And then to tie <laughs> things into what we're getting into next, it was an army of Lokis. Oh, whoa. I remember seeing that. I got to rewatch yeah. that. Yeah, dude, there was legit an army of Lokis, like straight up. Like he had like an, well, he was there with like an army like of his guardians or look like also a bunch of other Lokis. Too. But it was definitely like I saw Loki in the trailer, which is pretty fucking nuts. Yo, that is dope. Yo, but something so something I was mentioning that I want to get straight because, we, you know, you were kind of shooting it down, Chez. I was thinking, does this is this show basically going to be like a window into the multiverse in, in a way in within Marvel? Like it depends on how they tell this, uh, the stories. No, what do you guys think? Well, I mean, from my knowledge, like the, what if stories in the comics, they're just like, what ifs like, Hey, we were spitballing. We just wanted to get this on paper and record. Like, look, it'd be cool if this happened. And I think that that's the same approach that they're going to take unless they do some crazy shit. We're like, hey, this is what's out there. We're never going to work on it. But like, you know what I mean? I think this is just like them saying these are some cool projects that we've thought about. Word. Like each episode ends with the TVA stepping in and like capturing and whatever it. variant oh! started that alternate timeline. That'd be kind of corny, though. I'm with it. That's, exactly, that's how it ends. Every they are kind of like frauds, though, right? Like, this is what we're learning. But I mean, I jump ahead, though. Well, right, right, right. <laughs> but no. I'm talking about the TVA since you bring it up. If everyone who listens to us weekly, as you should, I called it in their last episode. The TVA sent Loki to the end of time. Just for the record. 
I had called that. I I said it verbatim. As I was editing, I'm like, oh, shit, he got it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get ahead. Don't get ahead, bro. We're going to get into the low-key review. But right now, we're still people are watching our trailer reaction. They want to know. Yeah, they want to know what's going on with this. What if? Yeah, it's I mean, I thought, Okay, I I think it's a combination of what both you guys are saying. Right. Like, I don't know if it's like, for example, I don't know if you can pull one of these what if characters into the main MCU continuity because they're coming from a cartoon. Like, for example, like, would we ever see that agent of Carter or Captain UK like in an MCU (laughs) scenario? Like, that would be cool. I Maybe think for the uh-huh. Doctor Strange multiverse of madness stuff, we, that's when they'll get pulled. You know, we'll see. Exactly. And I think it depends on how they approach the multiverse in the MCU. Right. Because like, yeah, you're right. Just in the comic books, the what if comic books were never really meant to be the multiverse. They're just like these Elseworld type stories type like DC. Yeah. But what's different right? because DC, whenever DC, DC does those type of stories, they are multiverse no and that they've, they've made the multiverse canon in their in their storytelling it but it's a finite amount number of multiverses until i think recently now they made it bigger or something but there's like it's not infinite for sure it, but with marble the multiverse isn't as um uh, structured and it seems that it is infinite you know there's always you can always just have like when the spider-verse stories happen in the comic books they just bring out random fucking spider-man spider-women spider-robots and they just add numbers from like what planet they're from what earth what, the, what they're from and and it's like whatever so i'm thinking they might do something like this right because it might not matter like we might not need to see peggy carter as captain uk or captain carter in the actual but we just know that that exists because it's the multiverse so that means like anything can be fucking possible or <laughs> her name is captain colonialism stay woke <laughs> they fucking the queen they colonize the u.s again or something but <laughs> like she brought it that, back yeah i mean you never know though because at the end of the day we really don't know what the fuck is gonna happen in that doctor strange movie it like anything maybe he could get like there could be a scene where he gets a bunch of visions or something happens and he sees everything in the what ifs. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? Like. Oh, and, and I just found out that uh, Watu, the watcher, is going to be voiced by none other than Jeffrey Wright, that we know him. We will know Shout him out. in the in the James upcoming. Gordon. Yeah, the Batman film. And we also Shout see out. him in Westworld. So that's dope. Yeah, that's epic as fuck. Dude, his voice was like super epic. That is like, I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited. Oh, and, I'm, and I'm shocked that it's going to get more than one season. Like, damn, how crazy are they planning to go? Yeah. <laughs> like, Does that mean that he'll be the, he'll be Watsu in like the MCU proper? That would be the tie that binds this show to the, to the movies and stuff. Right. That would be dope. That'd be pretty cool. Cause maybe oh. it's like his, it's just like a whole nother section of the multiverse, which is insane. Yeah. This shit could go off the rails. I mean, <laughs> I'm with it. Yes, well, we're looking forward to it. When does it when does it come out? You, you, Rod, you got that? You were saying that it was August 11th. I thought I saw. Is that what I saw? All right, might be well, the same week as Suicide Squad, which is also coming out like early August. Oh Jesus Christ! Going to be an action packed fucking August, and just like this wait. week was because we got a bomb Loki episode, and then we got an awesome fucking Word. MCU movie in Black Widow. So let's let's first let's start with Loki, uh, journey into mystery. Episode five. All right. Thoughts, gentlemen. Uh, dude, this episode blew my... It felt like a fucking Marvel movie, straight up. This is the closest I think we've been to an MCU movie of an episode. Like, I was in awe. Like, it was just so crazy. The visuals were nuts. Just hearing the different stories of the different Lokis. And let's keep it real. If they had Alligator Loki in the original canon... Thanos wouldn't have been able to snap his fingers because he would have bit his hand and he would have saved the world. Just why I want to put that out there. <laughs> he could bite through the gauntlet. Damn. Yes, I Weak thoroughly. I no or no. strong ass alligator Loki. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, but I agree. I love this episode. For me, it felt like fucking finally, finally, we got an episode that was good from beginning to end and exactly felt like. We're at the fucking theater right now watching the latest uh, MCU uh, uh, flick. And 
I loved it. I but but it, it it's one of those things that it also then makes me pissed off because I'm like fucking like finally like and there's like what one episode left right or yeah man oh, come on yeah I mean but that's the usual like formula for these shows so far though the last two are the are the big movie right? yeah I was thinking so about this... that like like the initial episodes be whack on the low. No, I mean, doesn't it start high, then kind of drop a little bit in the middle, then rise back up? At least that's how I felt about. Well, like, WandaVision started low and went See? up gradually. Nah, bros. But to you, I loved WandaVision <laughs> from the beginning, and also I love Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It was like fun and action packed. I've enjoyed those two series way more than I enjoyed Loki. Like, I'm really, really? Just, oh yeah. no, okay. no, you wallet. Let's get into this. Let's get into this. Let's get into this because you're mad All wrong. Right. I'm in the red room. You're wrong. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I thought this was epic because all right, spoilerific, obviously. Obviously. So we know at the end of episode four wait, that wait, tra- wait, wait. Spoiler alert here. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Okay, go ahead. Boom. So at the end of episode <laughs> four, we know that Loki gets transported to like Chess called it the end of time. Ooh, and yeah. that's when he meets four other Lokis in this, you know, post-apocalyptic planet, which may or may not be Earth. Um, and then like Sylvie to get to him also transports herself. And, and, it, and before that, I jumped ahead a little bit. We get an intro to all these different Lokis, which was Word. pretty cool. I already have a favorite like all time Loki from this episode and it's President Loki. I think that's the <laughs> pinnacle of Loki. Like his look, his his the few lines he had were all great. Just Tom Hiddleston being like the ultimate Loki. But yeah. Yo, but how ultimate is he if it had he had he got his hand fucking chomped off because of <laughs> the who? alligator Loki? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Uh, now he's gonna be he, badass he, with a hook or something. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, he lost my respect with that in that moment. Damn. I'm like, really? You couldn't kick the alligator, bro, or something? Like, I don't know. Because it's not even a big one. It's a tiny alligator, right? Like, what the hell? First off, it's an Asgardian alligator. <laughs> so or a frost giant alligator, right? Word, like, exactly. <laughs> look at the fuck. Look at that. It's it's some <laughs> otherworldly gator type thing. You're bugging. <laughs> Stop trying to play alligator look. And anyway, on Hearing all their stories were pretty cool. So the fans get a quick idea. So when the variants get pruned is because they did something they weren't supposed to. Kid Loki killed Thor. Yo. We're not just going to gloss over that. Like, like he fucked up the whole thing. Like, yo, and I, I love how he said it. Like, they're all kind of sharing their stories in the scene, right? A little bit about like, what, what did they do to get to this point? What was their like the thing, the branching thing, right? That's what they're asking about. And Kid Loki's all serious and shit. He's like, I killed four. It's like, and then it was just kind of quiet, like, okay, (laughs) which means, which means that like them playing as children or like him as a kid consciously killed another kid. So don't fuck with that kid. <laughs> yeah, and did he kill Kid Thor with that sword that he gave to Loki? Exactly. Can you imagine Yo. it's like a, like a Thor killing sword that. Loki- that's what anyway, I. Anyway, let me not, let me let me stop. Yeah, that's that's, that's what I assume. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then um, boastful Loki, which I'm gonna believe because if I'm not mistaken, boastful means you brag, but not that you lie. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, motherfucker yeah. won. <laughs> he, his fuck up was that he won. <laughs> Like, All right. Defeated Thanos, defeated the Avengers, has a golden Mjolnir, and had the Infinity Stones and the TVA straight hating, yo. <laughs> Damn. I heard that. I was like, yo, I want to see that movie. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. fuck, bro. And then who knows what the fuck alligator. He probably like ate Odin or some shit. You don't know. <laughs> ate the whole universe or some shit like that. I don't know. Oh, I even question whether or not he's actually a Loki. Not because like they just go with it hence respect <laughs> yeah hell yeah and then i really love the fucking classic loki you know the old man loki word my bad like, i forgot his story that's crazy i forgot to mention history. go ahead yo word his story was cool because also it felt a little bit like they were making fun at fucking the russo brothers you know for the uh infinity war right that's he died in infinity war not endgame and uh, the way Loki died, right? Because, like, first there's oh, two yeah. comments that he makes because, like, I think uh, uh, classic Loki tells, uh, you know, our Loki variant, like, you know, why do you carry daggers or stuff like that? He's like, because they're cool. And he, and then he responded, like, oh, because they're cool until you drop them on the floor and they snap your neck. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. Like, okay. 
because that's what happened in fucking Infinity War. Like he tried to stab fucking Thanos, this godlike creature with fucking already more godlike powers with it, and he tries to stab him. Like that's not very Loki ish. And then he says, like, how did he survive that? He did what most fan theories say that could have happened, that he did in a in a, an illusion of himself that was so real that Thanos believed that he killed him and that he just then ran away and then and basically lived alone <laughs> from from like a coward, basically. But that was that was cool to see, which I don't think it was like a coward because he did what two ca- two epic ass characters come to mind. One because he retreated into solitude and just thought like, you know, like he sought wisdom, essentially. So he pulled the Dr. Manhattan and he pulled a bender <laughs> from Futurama. <laughs> yes, because two people who have gone into solitude and become borderline gods like in their own, because of said solitude. But yeah, anyway, but like that was uh, so Alan epic Moore too. Don't forget him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For, for, yeah, 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 yeah. Another <laughs> epic character who went into solitude to achieve apotheosis to shun humanity. OD. Um, yeah, but like he thought his way to being good, I guess. In a way, because like he like he cla- like he's a bit of a nihilist on the low low. I'm not going to front, but like I got those vibes. But you can tell he actually thought himself out of that weird um like bit of a like. Frivolous, mischievous what? mindset, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, get what yeah. I'm trying to say? Like, like, like he stopped. He stopped being a Loki. Right. And what was interesting with that, actually, so I think there's something there in terms of the plot detail that we should pay attention to. Right. Because obviously we know one. Right. Let's just put this put our Pepe Silvia fucking board up, man. And it's like we know the TBA is bullshit. Right. We know they're not real. They're they're led by we're going to find out it has to motherfucking be Kang or we're rioting. Um, (laughs) But why? Right. Like, why is Kang forcing this timeline? Right. And what does it have to do with Loki? So integral because, for instance, because with him, right, with this um, classic Loki, he was left alone, it seems, for years. You know, he just stayed away. Like, he said that he went away and stayed on a planet and then just was by himself, as you said, in fucking thought. Maybe no. centuries, yo. Like, Yeah. And then he said, ultimately, that he missed his brother. And that's why he's like, fuck it. Let me go back. And then the moment he stepped off of the planet, he was picked up by the TBA. Right. So it's like so it feels like. As long as you don't interfere, maybe they'll leave you alone. Like, what's what what's happening? What 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 does Loki do, like to the in the timeline or something that then Kang get get you know pisses Kang off or something? I thought that was interesting, bro. bro that's a massive point because if you look at the duality of it, so if he does everything he's supposed to, that's like super crazy and fucked up and mischievous. The TVA doesn't interfere. If he does nothing the TVA doesn't interfere. That's like it, like exactly like if you look at that, because they only interfere when they have to. So the moment that he thought himself to being a good guy, essentially like thought himself out of being a Loki and like became like a genuine good God, I guess, for lack of a better term, and went to seek out Thor. Stop. What are you doing? Because him seeking out his brother in that mindset would have stopped Thor from maybe becoming Thor. Or like, yeah, exactly. Or goes like what Rod was saying, too, because it might be those two things. It might be like either you're like completely the good Loki or you can be the complete evil Loki and either or they try to stop you. Right. Because we got President Loki, which, like Rod said, looked like fucking peak evil Loki. And then exactly. Kid Loki killed Thor. So they're like immediately, well, you're too much. <laughs> you're too intense. All right. You gotta and is the TVA specifically created to mess with Loki? it seems like that's all they do right is battle loki's because that whole post-apocalyptic mm. world was i thought for a second that was a variant thor voiceful loki but no that yeah. was another loki where i thought the same thing and i think his uh lo- president loki's whole gang were all loki's yes so yeah, just, they were so the only non-loki people or was just um uh, morbius mobius mobius yeah right is he's yeah. the only non-loki i mean but we do get so I'm glad you bring this up. And now this is the next other very cool thing that might have been hard to watch in the moment. Of, if you've only seen the episode once, but then watch it again and then you get to also go online and, you know, everybody's been posting about this shit. We'll post something, too. But like there are uh, Easter eggs of other characters and other shit throughout this wasteland 
end of time earth for instance we get a scene where we get yellow jackets fucking head yeah like and it seems in giant size too so he was able to be become a giant uh uh, with the pin particles and then the head was there so i missed that so yellow jacket there's a variant of him right that something happened we also have one of the biggest ones was the living tribunal the head of the what living, the three faces get the fuck out of here were there uh <laughs> in cuts. um in a freaking like fossilized almost way you know not very living right obviously this thing is fucking I, dead so, so like, you know a quick a quick explanation for the fans because that was that's insanely epic so the living tribunal is tribunal. deep cuts uh um, the fucking event that was what was it, like the maybe like the late 90s, early 2000s, um, Marvel versus DC. So essentially, the Living Tribunal, I think, is like the second most powerful power in the cosmos. He's what the Spectre to DC is to Marvel. So, like, he's like it, like, beyond him is only like the one above in like the hierarchical order of power. That's fucking nuts. Yo, the description on the Marble Wiki Wiki is the Living Tribunal was a vastly powerful humanoid cosmic entity who existed as long as the universe itself. And its function is to safeguard the multiverse. Damn. Fuck. <laughs> Yo, but he was Thanos but he was dead it. yes no exactly so then when he was dead and then we also got a thanos copter this is some classic old school fucking like late 70s early 80s marvel comic books that thanos actually flew in a little helicopter that said thanos yes <laughs> the side to it and it was there so so see we're seeing that other people have been pruned not just loki's oh and the other one i don't know if you guys noticed when they were going into their lair you the know frog. and we saw uh, it we saw thor frog yeah so frog the, toward the little jar yeah yeah so the oh, so a thor was fucking um he's a pruned the frog the frog i think it's called fuck that's crazy and so, so let me get this straight so in that timeline that Thanos' only error was that he was finna be lit. Like, he wanted a copter with his name on it. Like, he's just trying to be lit in life. And they were like, nah. 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 <laughs> nah you don't nah. get a helicopter with your name yeah, on it. Yeah, and he has, like, these huge spaceships and, like, Endgame and Infinity War. He's like, nah, I want a helicopter. With the <laughs> name out. on it. Yo, what did he accomplish with that <laughs> copter that they were like, yo, we gotta stop him. Let's <laughs> just give him his fucking spaceships. Actually, speaking of spaceships, they also had a helicarrier in one of the scenes as well. And mm-hmm. like in this uh, Earth. And they had the, oh, what is it called? The Ronin, Ronin the Accuser ship. From yeah, the that got you that. On. So that's there too. So we've gotten quite a few fucking people um, uh, 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 pruned. But so the key thing, though, because remember, then they have a right? That's a big thing in this um, uh, uh, end of the uh, time that destroys everything and eats everything. And the Lokis kind of commented that they're the only ones that survive. So I'm thinking maybe they survive that. Everybody else get pruned and then they die by a Uh, But they're the ones and that's why there's still so many uh, fucking uh, Lokis around. Which is wild because I forgot where I saw this, but a wasn't like a strictly like it wasn't cre- it wasn't created just for the show like it's apparently like an old comic book creation yes exactly it is it is it's apparently temporal limbo is called it's it's Eliath the usurper was created back in the fucking days i'm trying to figure out exactly oh by mark grunwald and mike gustovich back i think in their old school thor runs um and it's another character that's tied to fucking Kang himself, man. Oh, Elias is the first being who broke free from the constraints of time. And his empire is larger than that of Kang himself, apparently stre- stretching wow. billions of years and uh, shit like that. So I'm sure it might be something related like that. Like, I don't know, but that's Elias exists in the fucking comic book. And it looks like that. It's just fucking purple fucking smoke. Bro, I think Form. we're good. Yo, we might see Kang in that castle, yo. Has to be. Or Mephisto. Mephisto or Kang. Call it or, or Kang and Mephisto. Oh. oh. Yo, imagine. Yes. Fuck. They yo, one together. last big fucking Kang nod. Nah, yo, bros. They're gonna, it has to be Kang, or we fucking riot, motherfuckers. Is that so? Remember, there was also a moment where we saw Avengers Tower kind of destroyed in the background as well yeah, in yeah. this, um, uh, uh, fucking end of the end of the time, 
in place. If you notice, the, it doesn't say Avengers Tower. It says uh, Quang, King, whatever. It's oh, King. This is probably how it's pronounced. It's Q E N G, King. All right. So in the comic books, I think this was pro um, during Mark Wade's run on the Avengers, the all new, all different Avengers run. Um, Kang Enterprises belong to Mr. Gryphon, who's another Kang from fucking like the multi, no, not the multiverse, from the different moments in his time that he ended up buying the Avengers Tower from Tony Stark and made it into the Kang Industries shit. So we saw we see that fucking building there. So Kang is, is related to something, but why would Kang prune himself though, right? So, but, well, well, he does do that, right? I think in the comic books, he does try to attack other versions of himself throughout the timeline. It gets confusing. Fuck. Yes, it's too much for me. <laughs> yo, yo. Well, yo, yo, by the way, the fact that you do that whole string of words that you just like spit out, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, I'm confused. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm like, tired. I'm, I'm not sleeping. I'm just falling, trying to put all this together. This is like that Matrix Reloaded scene when Neo goes into the room with the with the architect God, no, and he has yeah. all the screens. Like yeah. they're gonna walk into this little house and it's gonna be like some crazy maybe Kang moment or multiple Kangs or well, that'd be Liu Kang. And another thing you mentioned that for that actually. Because I've been seeing a lot of people have been calling. Because when we saw at the end of this episode, right, Elioth is enchanted and it's opened up and we see this kingdom, you know, primarily a castle in the center, very kind of like Dracula's castle kind of thing. Apparently, a lot of people online are calling it Chronopolis. And Chronopolis is Immortus Kang's fucking main, you know, headquarters in the fucking future. Like, come on. Dude, maybe yeah, yeah. maybe that's what Kang. they maybe that's what they meant by this is going to be the most consequential movie because it's going to show the next villain. And since at the end of the day, Kang oh. is and Kang is so like powerful because like even for all the fuckery that happened to a time in D.C., you know, like with Zoom and the Flash. Kang is on some other shit like 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 he's all about outside of time and like it, it's crazy, man. Like it's bugged out. I'm seeing it. You're right. That's that's crazy. Yeah. You're like, I don't see how fucking Occam's razor as fuck. I don't see All how right. it cannot be Kang. Let, let me stop you. Wait, wait hold on. <laughs> wait. So who's more? I'm trying epic? to stop it. Who's more epic? <laughs> Zoom or Kang? And before Kang. you answer, just know that Kang. this he response is brought to you by the drink of the week. <laughs> yes, exactly. So before we decide who's more <laughs> epic, King or Zoom, <laughs> we are enjoying this marvelous fucking marble week of all these awesome shit with superhero psychics IPA oh, by fuck. fucking KCBC, the Kings County Brewers Collective, local shit, Brooklyn, New York. This IPA is fucking delicious. I got this specifically because I would drink this a lot at the Alamo Draft House, which I'm glad you guys are open now. Thanks to the COVID fucking pandemic, kind of getting a little bit under control to go see movies. And we recently, the guys got together to watch the Black Widow movie. And I enjoyed this sucker as we watched it and, and plenty other stuff. So Superhero Psychics IPA, KCBC, what's up? We love you guys. Good drinks. Give us a shout out. And... We're going to decide who's cooler, fucking more or, epic, wait, king or Zoom. Also, you guys have the best label of any beer ever. I have ever seen on the planet. It's like holographic, right? Or is yeah, it, yeah, it's action-packed. <laughs> since, since they started yeah. making beer in the 1700s in America to today, July 11th, 2021, that is the coolest label on any beer container. Yo, I want to read a, a story about these guys. Yeah. Group, man. <laughs> Yo, uh, shout out to the artist who drew that, and we will interview word. you here on the LOC. Please, oh, word, yes. word, show. <laughs> up. Up. Yes. That artist, <laughs> dope. But yeah, Kang. Kang, yeah, Kang. All right, fuck, <laughs> fuck both of you. <laughs> In other news, though, apparently Kevin Feige, because we're going to jump. Oh, wait, wait, let's let's not jump ahead. We got still got to review Loki, right? Right, right, right. So right. let's drop our reviews first. I'll, I'll go first. All right. So I think that it might have been the best episode so far, or at least the second best episode. The best being the first. Um, this one made me feel like, OK, first of all, the whole Lamentis arc made me think Final Fantasy right off the rip. Mm. This one really mm. brought that 
fantasy sci-fi fantasy feeling to this show where Loki he has a sword and he's battling this dragon and his his enchantress like you know Word. girlfriend is doing magics and then you have like the elder Loki and yes he's doing epic sorcery he made epic I was blown away the whole epic and then President cool. Loki the whole episode it was kind of slapstick it was like kind of Schumacher esque this whole fight amongst this like all these Lokis Word, yeah the whole thing was great I'm gonna go ahead. I think this might be the best episode. I'm going to give it a nine. Yay! I'm going to follow suit. I also, I fucking love that this is exactly the kind of stuff I've been wanting to watch, especially from this show. Especially, like I'm saying, I'm not, I have not been enjoying the series as much as I did WandaVision or, or Falcon and Winter Soldier. Now I'm hooked. Too bad it's going to end. But yeah, I give this episode a nine, too. I'm going to give it a solid 8.5. <laughs> Because I'm hating. <laughs> Street All hating right. in the red room. It's in the red room, that. you hate. We're gonna average that up to a nine, right? Was it eight point? Yeah, it's eight point eight. We round yeah, it that's up. An, <laughs> that's a nine. nine. <laughs> yes. Highest rated episode so far. So go mm, watch nice. it. Yo, but, right, word, word. But before we move on from this episode, I wanted to ask you guys: How do you guys feel? What do you guys think about Loki and Lady Loki Enchantress? Kind of, kind of like. You know, being into each other is it weird because it's themselves or or nah, we cool with that? I don't know. I'm with, I, I don't know. I'm with all the fuck shit. So I stand. Right, there's nothing wrong with loving yourself. Come on, right? <laughs> yeah, or kind of like a Game of Thrones esque weird sibling thing. I mean, I is that a uh, damn? That's not crazy. even. Not even. Not even because like it's totally different realities. So fuck it. Yeah, they'll be alright. I mean, come on, one Thor is an alligator, so Loki. It's not like yeah. One Loki. Yeah, yeah one Loki. <laughs> yeah, yeah, My bad. Yeah. Thor is a frog in, in at the end of the earth of the of the of the of time. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Poor him. All right, that sucks. Man. Fucking Loki was fucking dope. We're excited, and nothing better was like than get this great episode of Loki, and then finally, the next big Marvel movie. We saw Black Widow. Let's get into it, guys. What's up? Que pedo? All right. First off, I think the whole message of this movie was fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Let's just get that shit out the way. Other than that, we have to get some things on record. So like just right out of the gate without even talking about the story. This might be one of the greatest fuck MCU greatest action movies I have ever seen in my entire life. It's not the best MCU movie. But it's one of the best action movies I've ever seen in my entire life. And the best combination of female leads I've ever seen. Hell yes. Hell yes, I agree. Because we've only really had two female-led films, which is Captain Marvel and this one. And this one was much, much better than Captain Marvel. And I liked it. I know you guys didn't like Captain Marvel that much. But like I, I liked it. No, but this, this movie was much better. And like you're saying, exactly, it was the action. It was like from beginning to end, action fucking packed. Like they tried to do every kind of gimmick of like what, what what's action like in classic and classic action like spy stuff like james bond born identity type of action like motorcycle chase all right check you know car, car chase, flips check yeah your car flips explosion yeah check. running on buildings and stuff like that yeah, oh, yeah check all right airplanes. combat in the kitchen yes, in fact exactly. <laughs> airplanes and like fucking like a shootout at one point david arvin the beginning of the movie jumps lands on his back on a running plane's wing and sniper shoots an oncoming <laughs> that one, that's what? how the movie starts like, that's shit. how it starts fuck yeah and yo by the way yo shout out to david arbor for trading a shitty red suit for an even better red suit from daredevil to fucking red guardian good job Dude, from, you, from Daredevil? What? No, 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 no. From playing Hellboy. Yeah. <laughs> from, uh, from Hellboy to fucking Red Guardian. DK Ben Affleck was like he was. Yeah, I've never seen Hellboy, but I think he looked better in Hellboy than he does in this. But I, I think it was on purpose to make him look a little silly in this movie, but they could have right. made it look a little bit cooler. Oh, no, 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 no. But I mean, his performance. I think look like shit. No, nah, I think it was supposed to. Dude, he's the Russian Captain America. Everything is like a Russian man. like shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's that capitalistic agenda of the U.S. to uh, go like, no, U.S. is better. We have better suits, better heroes. Yeah. Look at that Russian copy. Fuck that. 
They made no, the Russian. I agree though. They made the Russian one, and they were like, "This works." Put it on. And also and because like, after he spent so much time in prison, right? Because at the beginning of the movie, he looked pretty fine in his regular clothes, you know. But then, like you know, he was a little bit silly uh, later. But he's still, still a badass, though. I, I like seeing him. But for yeah, so let's break down well, the movie. Fucking, we loved it. Action pack from the beginning to end. Uh, um, what wh- what were some of the scenes you guys fucking loved the most in the right. movie? So one thing that I've been enjoying about like recent uh, Marvel offerings, right, is that they're diving into character development that we haven't previously seen, like with the MCU shows on Disney. And I feel like we haven't really delved deep into the character of Natasha Romanoff at all. I mean, bits and pieces like in Age of Ultron, but we never got like the microscope. And here we get it. And I thought it had everything. You get her origin story, which obviously is epic. Right. You get like, you know, her her past, like her family a little bit or for that short time she had a family, what kind of training she had to go through. Um, And yeah, you just get the characters like personal development arc, which if this will be her last um, performance as Black Widow, it's like the perfect way to send it off. Shit, to be honest, yo, like the pandemic might have like kind of been like in her favor because for the movie to drop after all those other movies she got one of the best exits it was like boom here's this awesome movie i'm out fuck yeah like that straight up give my money yeah word i i uh, recently shared uh, uh with the guys in our group chat uh that um apparently scarlett johansson is saying like nah that she's good that that she's fine she doesn't need to really make any, any other marvel movie or anything like that, which, you know, I get it, right, too. Like, she's been she's been there for a while since Iron Man Word. 2, right? Like, shit, Holy. like, she's been there. So I, I get it, you know, that she might be out. And that's why they were a, a big focus of the movie. And apparently, and we'll talk about later, too, with the with the uh, after credit scene, is that they're putting Jelena Belova, right, which was uh, wonderfully fucking played by Florence Word, Pugh, yeah. <clears throat> as the next mantle kind of Black Widow person to take on the character uh, a type kind of uh, role. So I'd be okay with that. <clears throat> the only thing that I'm a little bit bummed about is like, you're right, it's a good exit for for, for uh, Scarlett Johansson. But I, how cool would it have been to have gotten this movie a few years ago or something? And then we could have had, I would have been down to watch a franchise, at least two, three movies of this whole Black Widow, you know, story. Dude, you know what I just realized? I also like just what you were talking with me. Um, fucking just think about this shit. Had we gotten the movie in order, her death would have hit us harder. I think it was meant to come out after. Endgame. No, what wasn't it? You sure was it? I thought it was before. No, bro, it, it was supposed to come out after um Endgame. It was yeah. supposed to be oh! the first movie of the of the MCU, and it was supposed to be the first thing we got before the Disney Plus shows too. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, the first Hold one on. was wait, Spider-Man. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Go ahead, go ahead. No, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you're right, you're right. It was but, the, the next, but wait, Spider-Man was the ending but, to the phase. It was it the ending. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. the events in this movie, uh, begin this mad Hispanic accent, but the event in this, <laughs> <laughs> but the events, <laughs> the events in this movie happened after Civil War. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah. So, it's, it's said in the past, yeah. Oh, and then see, right before that fucked Endgame. me up. I thought it was I thought right? it was like a movie that was just due to just COVID. It was released out of like schedule. Yo, due to COVID was... since fucking like when did Civil War came COVID. out? Listen, man. Bro, like, since 2016. Oh, CS16. Bro, <laughs> do some research. It came out with Batman you don't, versus Superman. You don't know how long we've been in COVID. Do some research. Bro, yeah. right. All right. So, hey, so Soviet. like the Marvel story was really cool, like the origin story and then the, the kind of like the finishing of her of her arc all in one movie. And then, uh, like Chess said, the action. This is definitely up there with like the best action packed movies you'll ever see. The fact yes. that they were battling. Oh, the Taskmaster. Let's talk about this. Right. Again, Marvel is like at 10 and DC has like three points right now in the game because they're, <laughs> they're getting their characters out first. So. I'm pretty sure this is what Deathstroke would be like. This guy was riding a tank. He had a bow. He had a sword. He had a shield. Oh, like, and he's a, like a super fighter. Like that's their version. And again, they got their version out first and he just crushed it. Like he's like a Terminator kind of fucking character. He or this is a spider, oh, so, right, spider so, in the show. Okay, well, yeah, so again. Man, 
So fans, Rod, for some reason, refuses to acknowledge that Taskmaster's a woman in this movie. Word. So he's wow. right. And, and, I, and I have a reason. It's because his, historically in the comic books, Taskmaster's always been a dude. Tony Masters. That's the that's the OG Taskmaster from the comic books. Yeah, that's a cool last name. Yeah, wait, uh, wait, quick side note. Didn't they do this in Ant-Man and the Wasp? Wasn't the ghost like a masculine character and then it was revealed to be a woman or, or am I or was it never that? Well, in the comic books, yes, Ghost is is male, uh, uh, but it was never very like it, not very masculine. It was also very like a ghost looking. Yeah. I don't know. But but like in the movie, I don't think. I don't remember thinking like, oh, is it a guy or a okay, girl? Okay. Like, I, like for Taskmaster I was already? a little bit more like also because Taskmaster Taskmaster is a bigger character than Ghost. You know, like Ghost, I've read yeah. in some Iron Man comics and here and there, like Dark Avengers for a minute or something. But but like Taskmaster, like we we've seen him in everything, basically. Like he's been a main enemy for a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah. Bro, when they took off Taskmaster's helmet, Roddick was, that's a man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. He didn't care. He's like, nah, that's not the daughter. So spoiler alert. <laughs> Damn, like, we're like, you, you don't know who Taskmaster is during the movie, but then you they show you at the very end that, so apparently the, the, the organization that kidnapped uh, Natasha and programmed her, like some Russian organization called the Red Room, like the, the the chief dude who is the patriarchy, right? His daughter, like <laughs> yes. in this Budapest arc that's referenced in previous MCU movies, like that's when I th- I think if I got it right, that's when her and Hawkeye went there to like you know try take to down take the down red the red room, room and and they killed they uh, apparently killed her, but she didn't really kill her because the patriarchy revived her with fucking <laughs> cybernetics and made her into a mimic. No shit, man. Yeah. So that 90s. And so that's one thing I like about it, because I've seen like some people are apparently obviously, obviously online, the trolls out there hate some people hate this. And they're like, they're like, how do you do this to my character? First of all, how is Taskmaster your character? Like, see what I mean? Yo, you see what I mean? Who are these human shits? They're human shits. There's like one guy out there that loves Taskmaster, but even yo, he should be open. Yo, bro, to quote, bro, to quote another powerful female lead from fucking fiction D from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Those dudes are subhuman shits that are saying that. Like, what <laughs> fuck? Get oh my god, it yeah. makes no sense. Yeah, like that's that's because honestly, like I like Taskmaster and I think he's a really badass character. And generally, I've seen him in the cartoons. He was he, he was in the Spider-Man, uh, Marvel Spider-Man by Insomniac game, giving the training stuff to, um, to Peter Parker. And, and it's cool because he's also he's a villain, but he's kind of not too. He can, he can be he's a mercenary primarily. Yeah, he's, a no? he's a merc. He's a merc. He's a merc. And and he's got cool attitude and, and that kind of. But I like I don't care about him like that. You know, like it, it doesn't matter. I'm like. And for the story, it worked. And one thing I liked also the way, because apparently I was Googling it legit right now. That apparently he just has these abilities in the comic books that he can just mimic people's uh, stuff after watching them for a little bit. And then he can do his the exact same moves. And, and apparently I think in the comic books, they never really explained it. Like he's not a mutant. But maybe he got through experimentation. It's not really clear. Something I just found out. Apparently, he was fr- born in the Bronx. Yes. Oh, yes. That's that's why he can do that. Yes. Yeah, we got a Bronx boy. Fucking Bronx. <laughs> I want to see that panel. The kid, like, how'd you get your powers? I was born in the Bronx. <laughs> got to eBay that issue right after we're done recording. I need that <laughs> issue. Yeah. Before the price goes up, people figure it out. Hell yes, you're right. It's so and so, but one thing I liked about the movie, though, I don't. Although I'm okay with them making a woman, I don't like that they made them Russian. I would have liked Bronx <laughs> Taskmaster. Oh, I would have been fucking sure. dope. But I like that it was a program, right? That they said at the beginning, can we activate the the Taskmaster uh, protocol or something? Which for me opens the door for other Taskmasters. No, that they might just use the same type of programming on somebody else. So. So you insoles out there, chill. You can get a Tony Masters Taskmaster in the MCU, perhaps. It doesn't have to be the Word. just this woman that we saw in the movie, who's a badass, who fucking Word. kicked ass. Yeah, the intro Ooh. had shades of Bullseye from Daredevil. Uh, Taskmaster's Ooh. intro. Dude, you just you just fucking reminded. So I had mentioned while we were watching the movie that there were a lot of parallels between this movie and like um like the the whole um 
Metal Gear Solid franchise from Konami, from Hideo Kojima. So they're both um like orphanage programs, right? They take in kids, they train them to be super soldiers and shit. Then they're both, come on, they're both funded by the government. There's no way that the Red Room is not funded by the Russian government. That wouldn't make any sense if it was. It'd be wild if this was something that fucking all these organizations, AIM is probably fucking funded by the US government or maybe by like the European nations because of MODOK and shit. It's all one big conspiracy. But anyway, um, so you just like you just reminded me how Taskmaster reeks of cyber ninja with all the programming and the cybernetics and shit. Like, yo, I see heavy inspiration OD from Metal Gear Solid in this movie for sure. Just from Metal Gear Gear Solid movie that exists right now until we get the actual one. Yeah, oh, with right. Oscar Isaac. Yes. But yeah, they, they, but again, Marvel beats everybody to the punch. They're like, no, we already did it. And watch this be better than whatever they. I mean, not to pre-rate that one. I'm pretty oh. sure this movie will be better than that one, just because this was like the action flick, like, Facts. and like Scarlett Johansson's like the sprinkles on like a perfect ice cream cone. It's like it's just magical. The whole mm-hmm. thing was really cool. Um, and again, and the fact that they tie in human trafficking so it's kind of woke there's Burr, a message yo. in it you He's learn like, some shit up, yeah. about yourself at the end of it you're like damn i'm a scumbag because <laughs> i'm part of the patriarchy yes. but yeah but otherwise though fucking great experience and yo, also i just want to uh-huh. get it out there for the fans yo here at the loz we are anti-human trafficking <laughs> yo for real man why you want to traffic humans yo oh, get a different hobby read some comic books man yes Word. exactly and all of you out there who are doing human trafficking stop it right now <laughs> thank you for listening but stop right now go read a comic book and stop it bro stop it Jesus what if he just Christ. keeps reading comics as he traffics more humans? Like, <laughs> then what comics are you reading? Because they're not getting to you. The message <laughs> yeah. of comics, yo, not, uh, like you're, yo, just <laughs> <laughs> made me think of something. So, when random thugs in warehouses are reading comic books and they see random thugs in warehouses getting beat up by heroes, do they assess <laughs> their lives? Like, like what am I doing? Like they're probably like look, they're going to the hey, yo bro he looks like you look I'm getting his ass kicked by Captain America it's gonna be you and they go like you know what like this warehouse does kind of, like like what are we doing Steve like what are we doing here that's why I find irony in like stealing comic books damn like- <laughs> I did that once fuck yo I'm not gonna front I'm not gonna yeah. front yo I have a tarnished comic record damn shit man that's all good man we we love you we forgive you man shit. What are we reading this? <laughs> no, nah, but anyway, wait, 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 wait. We're more comment. Back to the uh, back to the Black Widow. I, the other thing I really liked about it is that honestly, I'm also just because of the track record Marvel's had, I'm always very concerned when they're gonna introduce somebody new. And then, and then the way even before seeing the movie, we we got the rumors that they're trying to set you know Florence uh, Pugh uh, character Jelena Belova, whatever. Yeah, setting her up to take on the mantle now, right? And so I was worried. I was worried because I'm like, oh, my God, like Scarlett Johansson has been great. Like, you know, she's gained our trust and love. I love this character. I'm like, I loved her. The acting was awesome. I liked her. She's very different to Scarlett Johansson. I liked her humor. Her, she was a badass in action as well. Word. Beautiful, too. Obviously, that helps, too. That makes me interested. But like all of it, just like I, I even that's those scenes when she makes fun of fucking uh, a black widow with the poses and that kind of stuff. Oh, that was awesome. It. That was awesome. Yeah. And even in calling her out, too, because she was also the one that had, I guess, more like emotion because she was like, for her, this fake family was an actual family. And so she didn't like it when people were like saying it's not. And legit, she's like, why, where were you? Like, why didn't you find me? Right. Because you're like, you're fucking an Avenger. And then like, why didn't Captain America destroy the Red Room and all that kind of stuff and look for me? And, and Black Widow didn't really have a response, you know, for that. She was kind of more like, well, I thought the Red Room was done. My bad. Word. Exactly. I like, you know, yo, I like that. She stole the show, dude. Like she was great. I like I'm ready for her to be the new Black Widow. However, I just have one caveat, one piece of advice for Feige. Feige, hear me out, bro. They should change her hair color because blondes are overrepresented in cinema. <laughs> Scarjo was doing a good thing for redheads, and they should change her hair color. This is where I stand on that. But she other than that, a blonde at the end, though, Scarjo Hansen. Right you Infinity see what I'm War. saying? Look at yeah. that shit. Yeah. Because, yo, yeah. because, because I'm done with this life. I'm going to go blonde. <laughs> like, no, that's fucked up. 
Well, okay, I just got two points before I give my rating. All right, Do first, it. part of the actual plot is her literally Scarlett Johansson. It seems like passing on the the mantle yeah. to this new actress that's gonna step in, yeah, and they kind of take this role as the Black Widow. And another thing that I really like about this movie that I really haven't thought about, even after seeing Endgame, is that, you know, we've been enjoying these characters forever. We read them in comic book format. And for all intents and purposes, they're immortal, right? Yes. Like they, they're yeah. going to outlive us most yeah. likely. The, the cinematic universe makes them human because now you have actual actors in, a, in this like career because it's almost like a career run, almost like 12 years. Yeah, word. Right. And then they they bring the character to life and then they see them through to the end and they move on and you get like new characters. So it's not like in the comic books, like if Peter Parker dies, you're going to get him eventually back and you have many ways to get him. But if like, you know, we spoke about like T'Challa, um, like him, like passing away, like we will never see that again. And we may never see Scarlett Johansson come back as Black Widow again. I mean, she did die and shit. But yeah, it just occurred right. to me after seeing this movie that it's cool that these characters are kind of closing their storylines with these characters that they've literally given life and brought to yeah. countless people, man. It's ridiculous. Facts, bro. Like, I completely agree. It's nice to see that these people are getting a chance to, like, legit right off into the sunset. We've yet to see a fucking contentious separation between actor and studio or maybe have behind the scenes. But from what it seems to us, it's like people are finishing and they're like, all right, I'm done. Thanks. Like they're bowing out at the end. Yo, yo, that's a beautiful point. You're right. Because like, where, when have, when, when else have we, or where else have we gotten that? You know, like even when, when I know we get reboots and you know, new people play Batman, new people will play Spider Man, and that's typical. And I'm assuming down the road in the future, somebody else is gonna play Black Widow, like Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow. Somebody else is gonna play her. Right? We'll see that. But exactly, this one actor tied to the role give a proper ending like we really haven't got like well other than I, I would say christian bale for batman was the only one that we got like that he got his story he got his three movies toby mcguire like spider-man 3 kind of fucking flopped man so it's like he 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 ended in the end with a you know in a bitter way and and michael keaton you know came close but it kind of just ended right like it was just like not like oh okay we just got two movies, but like these technically right, he's not characters. done yet, though. Oh, yo, technically we get to see where that's at. So it's like, yeah, like there's swan yeah, DC's songs, changing you know? it. Yeah, DC's changing the <laughs> game a little bit, like bringing back other actors. <laughs> but yeah, what I mean is that I don't think we'll see Natasha Romanoff for a very long time. Yeah, like, facts. Who, who knows when, when MC will hit the reset button, like legitimately. Like, I guess a new Tony Stark would be the like the first character to like be whatever in a rebirth or reboot right. or whatever. But then I don't see them doing that. They have so no. much history. They can just keep going. No, yeah. exactly. And and what's going to be tricky with the MCU is like exactly when they do stuff like that, where they kill the character, right? Like black widow, Tony Stark died. Right. Yeah. But then we have people like, like, well, like Chadwick Boseman who right, regrettably, right. He passed away. But the character T'Challa still lives in the MCU. So like in those kinds of situations, I would rather them cast the the recast the 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 actor for Black Panther to keep T'Challa alive. Uh, uh, but but hopefully other. I, 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 but you're right. Like if all the other actors, like for example, if Chris Chris Hemsworth is able to play Thor for many more years, he's going to. Then I would then I would rather they and properly end this story, right? rather than cast a new Thor if he's still living, you know? like in Bro, cr you imagine Chris Hemsworth actually plays to the point that he becomes Odin? <laughs> he becomes Thor the All-Father? Yo, Chris Hemsworth would have... That might be the biggest come up in the MCU. Fuck. Going from, like, an unknown Australian actor, you get all those Thor movies, Avengers movies, all that shit, and you end up being fucking the king of Asgard. Actually, and I'm glad you bring this up. This is the one news point that we got. We've had some slow news weeks, people, like last week and this week. But the one news point, though, that will change what we're talking about right now is that apparently the Marvel Studios and Kevin Feige have decided to no longer do long-term contracts for, for actors for the films. So meaning, for instance, like, right, like we that was a whole thing, right, with Captain America and Tony Stark and Endgame, their contract was ending, right? And so they were not really going to... They had renewed it once, I think, before... And then that was it. 
right? Because you're locked in for like yeah. fucking five films and or more. And then like they, they also have to do cameos here and there and that kind of stuff. And they're no longer going to do that. So there's a chance, you know, like, for instance, I don't know, like, you know, Jonathan Majors is going to play King, right? And Florence Pugh is playing, you know, the new Black Widow. W what happens, like, if in two, two years from now, they're like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to do this movie anymore. We're going to have to get it. They have to cast a new person to play the character rather than, I don't know, it's yeah. going to make a difference. It's going to be, it's going to look different, I think. We're going to see how it goes, man. All right, but. Let's not dilly dally any longer. Down to the data, the meat and potatoes of the shit. I give it an eight point five. I'm I'm gonna give it a nine. I love this film. I thought I think it's one of the best out there from the Marvel. It's not. It's not the. I wouldn't say in the top three for sure, but it's definitely better than. For example, for me, it's better than all the Ant Man films. Better than Captain Marvel. Oh, yep. Like, it's probably. What else? What other movie? Is worse than this from the Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy too. Oh yes, I never. Yeah, I didn't like that one too much. Exactly. So that's Man, there below are too that. Many movies now. Yeah, oh. you gotta think. Iron Man three too. This is better than Iron Man three in my oh, mind. For sure. My Iron Man two wasn't the best. Is it a top five? Which one? This one, Black Widow. Yeah. I would say so. Possible. Possible. Yeah, because the action was so fucking dope. It was a good story, beginning to end. Yeah, definitely a sequel to the Winter's like unofficial spiritual sequel to the Winter Soldier, which yeah, is like the, in my top three. So yeah, this one might maybe might crack top five, but I'm gonna go with an eight point five also. So, All right, so we got ends up right. We got to do the math. What is it? People got calculators <laughs> up. <laughs> so what? We got eight point five. Eight point five. Okay, that was a white term rule. Word. It's eight point six. So rounds up to nine. What? All right. Yes. <laughs> and ScarJo leaves on a mic drop. Thank Yo, you, Scarlett Johansson. There's one thing we didn't talk about, though, although it won't change a review. The after credit scene. What do you all think of that? We see Madam Hydra re Lord. not recruiting. Apparently, she's been working already with, with uh, uh, Yelena Belova. Bro, Dark Avengers, you called it a while back. That's what's happening. They got their they got the U.S. agent. They got their Black Widow. We're going to see who the other replacements are. Right. They need uh, like a tech guy. They need you mentioned God. it yesterday when we were when we were uh, here. Right. You were saying abomination. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and mind you, I, I want to make this prediction on paper. Like, so, well, on record, fucking um, who's he fighting? Um, Wong Bong. is going to beat the abomination and then. Madam Hydra is going to show up and be like, how much for the thing or whatever? Like, you know what I mean? To like buy mm. him off or some shit. And ah. that's how they're going to add him or go like, like, hey, so are you tired of just fighting for scraps? Some shit like that. She's going to approach Abomination in the Shang-Chi film. Word, word. I'm fucking down for that. One thing I would also love to see, especially after seeing Black Widow, I really like William uh, Hunt, right? That's his name of the actor the, who plays fucking Thunderbolt Ross. I would love to see him as the Red Hulk. Like, I like him as fucking Ross. Like, he needs to become the Red Hulk. And I would love to see him as the in the Dark Avengers with uh, Madame Hydra. And he's been consistent since Eric Bana, right? <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, no. Oh, no, the, not Eric Bana. No, no. The MCU one, the Incredible Hulk. With so since the, second, since the second one forward, he's been Ross, right? Yeah. Right, but it's the first one of the MCU movies. Oh, okay. yeah. Wait, yeah, yeah. Eric Bana so, is not part of the MCU. Right. Who's more epic? Thunderbolt Ross or Sam Lane? Thunderbolt Wait. Ross. Which Sam Lane from Superman Lewis right now from yeah, the general. show? Yeah, that one. Yeah, General Ross. Or or General Lane, yeah, from yeah, Superman yeah. Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I would go from what from the from these incarnations on the TV, I would have to go with Lane. Damn, that's epic. All right. Because we've only gotten a little bit of here and there of, of, of Thunderbolt Ross. And he's just now, an yeah. ass, you know? But <laughs> like, when Ross shows up, though, yeah, it's like yeah, he's yeah. wielding that hammer. It's never just Ross. It's a fucking caravan that he's in. Yes. But yeah, I'll take a lane, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a more epic five-star general. Yeah, but fucking we're looking forward to that. It's exciting to see Madame Hydra being like the Nick Fury of the because I feel like she because right Nick Fury was the connective tissue building everything to Avengers pretty much yeah. 
You know, I feel that Madame Hydra is going to be that next person, right? Because she's recruiting these people. There's these scenes and it's all going to lead up to some epic thing. Maybe it'll lead to Young Avengers versus the Dark Avengers or some shit like that. That sounds cool. And also in your hat. In both those characters, uh, Thunderbolt Ross and General Lane, the main character dates their daughter. Word. Damn. (laughs) Fucking analysis. She made me take pause. DC and Marvel. They make the Dude. same stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're yeah, fucking, the exact same. It's story. a yin and yang. It's a yin and yang. It's a balance. We need them. Shit. It is what it is. We love them both. Fuck it, man. Shit. On that note, friends, lovers, countrymen, love you guys. Always a pleasure. Always an honor. This is Chaz. Yo, this is Miguel. This is Rod. Peace. Deuce. Peace. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chaz, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Click subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at legiononzoom.